Hello and welcome to Pocket Potential. Our aim here is to help you to maximize your potential by taking small steps in the right direction. Now let's jump into the show. All right, welcome back. I'm your host, Paul Croswell, and you are in for a treat today. Today we're going to talk about how to tell if you have toxic friends. How to tell if you have toxic friends. This is such an important topic, and this literally can make or break the quality of your life as well as the quality of your future. So this is something that I really do hope you stick around for because there is a lot to unpack. There's so much to look at, and we'll look at the science. We'll look at the research that backs up the importance of this topic as well. Um, But before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you know about my free downloadable goals guide that was recently released, right? When studying New Year's resolutions, the University of Scranton found that more than 75% of people quit on their goal after just one week, after just one week. Like, I mean, just think about the last six to 12 months of your life. How many goals did you set for yourself? How many of them did you reach? And how quickly did you give up on those goals? Whether you just forgot about them or you legit just decided, you know what, this is too hard or whatever the reason is and moved on. Well, my goal is to help you to actually reach your goals, to help them to live the full length of their life and allow you to actually get to them. In this guide, I've compiled a list of the three proven steps to reducing frustration and building momentum towards your long-term goals. It's an easy-to-understand step-by-step guide that walks you through how to apply each of the three steps. And these three steps are so simple that they'll literally blow your mind and make you wonder why you've never seen it that way before. And like I said, the best part of all is that this is completely free, right? So if you or someone you know needs something like this or could use something like this, just follow the link to your free download. The link will be in the description of this episode. As I said earlier, today we're talking about how to tell if you have toxic friends. Now, you've probably heard it from your parents, from teachers, from pastors, from therapists, and now neuroscientists have confirmed it. Toxic friends or toxic relationships are the fastest ways to destroy your life. It's the easiest way to do it as well. And what's often missing is exactly how to tell if you happen to have toxic friends or a toxic relationship. It's sometimes it can get muddy, right? Because there are times where you have a, a good friend, genuinely good friend who just have bad moments, which we all do. We may actually be that friend in someone's life where, you know, we're a good friend, but we just have bad moments sometimes. But then on the other hand, there are times where you have truly toxic people who have a few good moments. And the question is, well, how do you distinguish? How do you identify? How do you get to that place of knowing, okay, is this someone that I should have in my life? Is this someone that I should have influencing me and my decision making? And at this point in your life, you probably don't have your parents filtering your friends anymore. Additionally, the fact that you're listening to this tells me that you're pretty invested in having a healthy future. So the question is, how can you identify 
a potentially toxic friend or relationship. And there are many ways to go about doing this. Uh, so I'm in no way am I saying that this is the only way what I'm about to share with you. But these are four undeniable ways to identify if someone is toxic for you, your loved ones, or your future. Right now, there are four different markers that I use in identifying a potentially toxic friend or relationship. The first marker is that they are chronic bad decision makers. Now, there's a difference between bad luck and bad decision making. These are two very different things. Someone who happens to find themselves in, in a situation where, you know, it's, it's just really kind of a bad situation. Uh, things are falling apart, whether it's financially, emotionally, relationally, you name it. it. There's a difference between that and someone who is a chronic bad decision maker. A chronic bad decision maker is someone who knows what the right thing to do is. They can literally tell you what I'm about to do is probably really stupid, but then they decide to do it anyway. Right? This is someone who has a complete disregard for the potential consequence of this, the bad decision that they're going to make. And this is something that they do on a regular basis. It's just how they go about you know, living their life and making their decisions. That is a chronic bad decision maker. And you want to make sure that you are able to spot and identify if someone is actively, intentionally making bad decisions chronically, that's something you want to identify because that is something you do not want rubbing off, right? So marker number two is they encourage your bad habits. That's marker number two. A potentially toxic friend or relationship is someone who encourages your bad habits, right? So look at it this way. Healthy friends have a habit of calling you out when it's right, right? They they don't just sit there or stand by or worse, encourage you to continue in bad habits or behaviors that could ruin your life or theirs, you know, vicariously. Um, these are people, healthy friends or folks who will see, hey, you know, I don't think that's a good decision. You, you're, they'll, they'll literally call you out on things like, hey, you have really bad skills when it comes to managing your money. I mean, you are making so much money and you're living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. It doesn't make sense. You, you really just need some help with that. A good friend will tell you that. A bad friend or a toxic friend or a toxic relationship will encourage that bad habit, will allow you to squander, you know, specifically, let's, let's stay in the, the example of finances, right? A toxic friend will encourage you to continue to engage in poor spending habits, knowing that has potential damage for your future, right? And your goals, your plans for yourself. And of course, that's just one example. But I mean, when you talk about bad habits, there, there's just a plethora of them. And healthy friends will call you out and help you to get out of those bad habits. Unhealthy or toxic ones will encourage them. Now, speaking of damaging your future, that's the third marker in a potentially toxic friend or relationship. Uh, they are willing to risk your future. A toxic individual who's reckless with their own lives and their own futures will, and I can guarantee this, be reckless with yours. 
if they're willing to put themselves and their futures in a position where it can be irreparably damaged, they're more than willing to do it for yours as well. Now, this is, I, I don't think I really need to break this one down, um, but in, in a relationship or in a friendship like that, nothing is off limits. If, you know, in the name of fun, in the name of spontaneity, and you name it, whatever banner they want to host their, their ideology under, nothing is off limits. And if they're willing to risk their own lives and their own futures, they're absolutely willing to, to risk yours as well. And so you want to be careful of that. That's the third marker. The fourth and final marker that I uh, just actually recently learned to identify and use is a toxic friend or a toxic relationship will destroy your mental health. With a little intentionality, you can easily tell how someone makes you feel after interacting with them. A toxic person generally leaves you in more of a I'm going to say deteriorated uh, state, so to speak, um, after having interacted with them, whether it's because they stay in a, a more depressed state or, you know, they uh, drag you down mentally, emotionally because of whatever it is they're going through. A toxic friend or a toxic relationship will cause your mental health to deteriorate, uh, sometimes rapidly, sometimes slowly, but surely. Right. And in more abusive circumstances, toxic relationships will actually or attacks a toxic person rather will actually attack, directly attack your self-esteem and your self-image and they'll verbally tear at you. Right. I don't I don't even think I need to talk about the, you know physically attacking you that that's just straight up abusive, not, you know, it goes beyond toxic, I think. But that's a whole different um, ball game. We'll talk about that maybe another time. But in more abusive, uh, verbally, you know, in relationally uh, abusive circumstances, a toxic friend or relationship will actually attack your self-esteem. They will leave you feeling like less than a human, right? And so just to recap, the four markers that I use to identify a potentially toxic friend or toxic relationship is one, the first marker, they are chronic bad decision makers. Two, the second marker, they encourage your bad habits. The third marker, they're willing to risk their future as well as yours. And the fourth and final marker that I use is they destroy your mental health, right? If your mental health is constantly in a more damaged state after interacting with someone, that person's probably toxic for you. Now, I normally wrap up after sharing my points, but I want to add this one piece here of how to respond to potentially toxic people in your life. There are two ways to do this, right? There, there's a healthy way and then there's an unhealthy way, right? Uh, the first is if a person is severely toxic, bordering on abusive, the recommendation across the board uh, from myself and I think any healthy person you would come across, uh, be that a therapist, uh, you know, a doctor, a pastor, a parent, whoever, the recommendation across the board is to end that friendship or relationship. I'm in complete agreement with this uh, recommendation. Your health, your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, it is far too important for you to allow it to be destroyed 
uh, in a toxic relationship or by a toxic friend, right? But there's a second way to um, respond to, and you know, these are the healthy options, by the way. So there's a second way to respond to potentially toxic people in your life. It could, because there are times when someone is uh, a truly good friend, but they're honestly also toxic. You know, they're not necessarily trying to be toxic, but as a result of their background, what, whatever it is, they're just not in a healthy place. And while it may not be intentional, they their behavior, their actions are still having a negative or toxic impact on your life. Now, this is very important, right? Because you don't want to cut these people off. These These are people who, if anything, they need you in their life. They need to have healthy friends in their lives to help them to, to guide them, so to speak, out of that place, to support them as they work their way out of that place as well. So you don't want to do that. You don't want to just go and cut someone off if, if they're genuinely just good people in a bad place um, who happen to have a bad impact, a toxic impact on your life. There's a better way to navigate this. And uh, this is where I use the Stephen Covey's circle of influence versus circle of concern, but I use it for relationships as opposed to you know what, of course, he originally uh, shared it for. The way this works is that your circle of influence is made up of people who are healthy enough to influence your life, people whose influence on your life you welcome because it's a healthy influence. It's a good influence. Um, these are the the healthy friends, the one that call the ones that call you out when necessary, the ones that uh, are a positive example in in your life. The circle of concern. This is really important. The circle of concern is made up of people who you love, who you care about, but who are not healthy enough to influence your life, right? Now, the way that this works is that you're not cutting anyone off. You might limit uh, or minimize your interaction with the folks in the circle of concern, but you certainly do not cut them off. And you know, you're intentional when you're around uh, these friends or these individuals because you wanna be, sh- be certain not to uh, receive their influence, but instead be the one influencing them, right? And so that's how I use the circle of concern versus the circle of influence. The question for today is, have you ever walked away from a toxic friend or relationship? Have you ever had to walk away from a toxic friend or relationship? And what was that like? How did you how did you navigate that? Uh, what helped you out in that season? What did you learn from that season? Uh, be sure to let me know. Send me a message. Just use the link in the uh, description of this episode and you'll be able to send a voice message to me through that through that link there. Or you can send me an email. My email is also in the description of this episode. And let me know. What's your story? How did you walk away from that toxic relationship, what helped you, what did you learn, how did you navigate it all together. And that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to The Pocket Potential. My goal, as always, is to help you to take small steps in the right 
direction. If you like and support this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave us a positive review on whatever platform you happen to listen on. And be certain to share it with a friend if you found it really helpful and think it'll be helpful for them as well. You can also read the blog post version of this episode on my website at paulwcroswell.com forward slash blog. That's linked in the description as well. Now, always, always, always remember that a small step in the right direction is a big deal. Until next time.